afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corman, Ed Carson, with a breakdown of the action in today's session, Friday, March 1st. And Ed, I think it's safe to say that March is off to a pretty good start. Yeah, a really good start. We ended the month uh, last February pretty well, too. I want to take a look at three stocks, Taiwan Semiconductor, Tidewater, and Confluent. Okay, we'll take a look at those three stocks. But first, let's analyze the major indexes and uh, yet another milestone to report for folks out there. We've got the NASDAQ closing up 1.1%, a new all-time high. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this. It's been happening. I was getting close for several weeks and uh, you know, really impressive run that we've obviously had since, you know, since the end of October and really since early 2023. Uh, you know, a really great move that we saw some stocks break out on this, you know, news, you know, and so that was, you know, or at least short consolidation, some other actions there, a lot of bullish activity, but it feels like it's another short window. Like we've had these, sometimes it's a few hours, sometimes it's a day or so. And, you know, the NASDAQ is once again extended. Uh, I mean, it wasn't just this past week. It was the last three weeks that let us form some consolidations. There's a lot of three-week consolidations of big market leaders, and one of them is Taiwan Semi, of stocks that formed just long enough that you might think you could add on. But that would be the one concern is that are we once again going to get to a point where we, where it's going to be uh, uh, going to take another break? Yeah. Well, we'll have to see. Uh because we are now on the NASDAQ 5.8% above the 50-day. So we will get pullbacks around that level. We've also seen uh, some periods back last summer, for example, we got a little bit more extended 10% above the 50-day last June, Ed. So I guess we'll have to see what happens next. Yeah, it could certainly happen. It's just something to note. I mean, it's not like, oh, no, everybody dump your stocks if we're up 6%. But yeah, it's it's uh, just something to watch. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay, well, let's take a look at the S&P 500 getting back above its high from 223. So new highs here as well. Yeah, this is also getting a little extended. This one didn't really pause the way the NASDAQ did. I mean, it didn't last few days, but didn't have that three-week break. Uh, but uh, this just keeps on chugging along uh, and just really, really solid performance once again. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at this uptrend that we've had. The other thing to note, Ed, is we have now seen 16 out of 18 weeks up in a row. Uh, that hasn't been done in quite a long time. Yeah, and it's been really steady. Some of those gains have been sometimes just sort of nice and steady, having that, it, it you know, not having any really big shakeouts, finding support at the 21-day line, if ever, you know, if we even have that. It's been a very, very comfortable. It's been pretty, you know, sometimes it's been hard to get into the rally at various points, but it's been relatively easy to stay in. Right, to uh, hold so, through this, yeah. yeah. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Okay, let's take a look at blue chips and small caps. Here's the Dow below its highs from late last month, but still above all of its major moving averages. And then let's take a look at IWM. This is the ETF that tracks the Russell 2000 breaking out and closing higher than its high on 12.27. So that's pretty notable, Ed, up 3% for the week. Yeah, leading the way. Often small caps often lead to the upside downside. Nice to see this get up. It's not decisively above that, uh, and you know, but this one, 
you know, it wouldn't be the worst thing if the NASDAQ could take it, you know, some of the big caps could take a break and you could see some other, some small caps take on. Uh, nice to see the breadth widening out in, in this rally. Yes. Okay. Let's take a look as your TNX. This is the 10 year treasury yield coming off a little bit down 1.9%. So that definitely helped. Yeah, it really, I think, a big reason for today's rally. Uh, Thursday, we rallied in part in the market. The yield didn't come down too much on Thursday, but the stocks rallied in part because of the PCE inflation data, which wasn't really good, but it wasn't worse than people feared. And then today we had weak ISM data. So making people feel like uh, maybe Fed rate cuts are a little bit more on the table, just at the margins. Uh, so nice to see that sort of cooling off. Yeah, definitely a contributor to the rally. All right. And it's not all tech stocks. We're seeing other areas contribute. Here's a look at USO and ETF tracking the price of oil up 2.2% on Friday. And so a number of oil and gas stocks seeing a boost from that. Yeah. Uh, oil got over $80 a barrel intraday. It closed just below it, but it was like a four-month high. So yeah, so a lot of the drag, you know, that's becoming, you know, just sort of have to look at oil stocks sort of in their own little universe and uh, yeah, definitely turning around. Okay. And so speaking of, let's take a look at XLE because uh, there is a bit of correlation here yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, between those. So this up 1.1% on Friday and we'll be taking a look at TDW in the space here shortly, uh, but this uh, continuing to turn around, but it's it's been an area that's been lagging now participating. So it speaks to that broadening out that you mentioned, Ed. Let's also talk about XLI continuing to march higher here up four tenths of a percent today for the week up 1.1%. And this looks like it's up uh, 17 out of 18 weeks in a row. Yeah, just one little down week, just lots of winning streaks, just on and on and on with uh, with this sector. There's a lot of lot of sectors that are even outside of tech that look a lot like this. Yeah, let's take a look at XHB. I know a number of home builders we've been talking about uh, between this week and last week looking good, and of course uh, tied to the interest rate theme that we've been seeing carrying through this market. Yeah, they held up when the rates were rising and then the rates come down and they definitely took advantage. Yep. And let's take a look at IGB. This is the software ETF up 1% on Friday, up 2.6% for the week after finding support at the 10-week moving average. And then SMH. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Yes, because 5.7% gain chip stocks continue to dominate ed yeah we're going to look at one of the big components of this but also amd had a big week nvidia was still moving very strongly yeah just a lot of strength in this this area mm -hmm. so speaking of let's take a look at taiwan semi in focus today up 4.1 percent some strong volume and not only today but in the move that it's made this year a lot of blue volume spikes said yeah, so like this is in a situation, I mean, it wasn't like the earliest winner, but you know, it's been a winner and certainly in 2024, it had come up. Here is another opportunity and it did clear the the whole consolidation for a while, but yeah, this the, the, that trend line was probably the better place to go or just that short-term high, probably the place to go. And this is why you wanna be nimble and paying attention to things ahead of time. So you're not just, hey, did you see the Taiwan Semi is up four or 5%. Now, what do I think about, you know, like make decisions, you know, do that work ahead of time. So this is the place you could have bought or added on, you know, obviously if you're going to be nimble and step into something like this, 
uh, especially when, as the NASDAQ starts to get extended again, you have to be ready to get out. That would be the only thing. But uh, And the other thing is how many of these do you want? If you own NVIDIA, if you own AMD, do you own Taiwan Semi, which is very closely correlated uh, that. And uh, one other thing is that, um, you know, this was added to Swing Trader today. And there is news coming up on Friday. They will report February sales. So that will be important. Mm -hmm. We'll have to keep that in mind, but looking good right now. Okay, next on the list, let's take a look at TDW. This is in the oil and gas field services group breaking out today, closing up 14.3%, a little bit off the high, but still a very strong day. And this one had arguably an early entry here as well, which uh, what you were saying, Ed, about making sure you have your list ready to go so you can strike at that moment before things get extended. It seems like this is one where traders could have done that here as well. Yeah, some stocks have gapped up 15% is sort of like that's the way it is, but this one ran. And uh, so, yeah, you could have bought off that trend line, the short-term high, or even the 74. So there was chances for sure there. They came out with earnings uh, before, you know, last night, and they had really strong growth, though I believe they actually missed views, but there was a buyback, and I think their guidance was pretty strong. So strong move. It's still in the buy zone. Obviously, the crude oil prices, you know, are helping out uh, this and a lot of others. Uh, the relative strength line is looking a little better here, I'm sure versus energy stocks, it's definitely, you know, probably one of the leaders in that regard. So, you know, this is this is an area I want to be trying, you know, like if you're going to be playing the energy space, it's nice to get into it early and look for those leaders because mm -hmm. you never know when the energy thing is going to turn around. But uh, really nice move today. Yeah. Okay. And let's also take a look at CFLT. This is Confluent Database Software. A nice move on earnings a couple of weeks ago. It's been able to hold on to that big gain. This is in the earlier stages of a turnaround, Ed. We do have the 50-day line in an uptrend, but it's still below the 200-day line. So has a little bit of catching up to do, but in the short term, we've seen some strength come into this stock. Yeah. So this is a different way of looking at it. If you're thinking, well, wait a second, I know like there's you know, three-week consolidation, so maybe I look for bases, look for turnarounds. This is our new America today. You see they're really expected really strong growth in 2024 So and you know, and moving beyond. So there's reasons why you could be on that. This is an AI play. It's a database software name. So this is sort of consolidated for a few weeks. It'd be nice if you had a few more weeks. It'd be nice if you let the 21-day line catch up and the 50-day line get up. But you could view this as sort of a handle. And it'd be, again, be great if you had more of a pullback as well as a handle with this big ungainly consolidation going back to, say, 2020, you know, the middle of 2023. Just something you could look at there because it is pausing here. Mm -hmm. There's sort of resistance around the 35, a lot of trading in this area. So, you know, it, I, I would love it if it sort of came down a little bit, tested the 21-day line. Market hasn't really done that a whole lot, but that'd be one nice yeah. thing if the market could pull back a little bit, then that would make it easier for something like this to, to do that. Uh, but uh, this this is one to be looking at as our new America. So I would suggest people taking a look at that story. Uh, it's a great way to learn things about. I've never heard of Confluent, so what do we, you know? That's that's a great thing to be doing. Uh, this one, it's no Nvidia, but this tech company. So it's a way to uh, learn about companies and you know and maybe you know what they're what they're doing and why analysts are are bullish about it. Yes. All right. Well. Looking forward to checking out that story. All right, Ed, that is it for today and this week. But what should we be thinking about for the week ahead? Uh, you know, I talked about being nimble, but you also need to be patient, which you have to do. There's going to be a lot of times where you can't necessarily do a whole lot. 
You know, it's like maybe you say, well, it's extended or this stock is out of position. Well, you have to wait. There's a lot of waiting and there's nothing wrong. It's easier to wait if your stocks are rising and sort of trending up. It's sort of, you know, it's nothing too bad with that. But, you know, then sort of it's like a lot of quiet waiting and then then you have to act. You don't know when that is going to be, but you want to be prepared. So do that work in the background, running your screens, doing some analysis of some of the ones, getting that focus list. Uh, drawing alerts on things. So you're paying attention, being engaged, and you're ready to take decisions. Uh, but yeah, this is, this you know, it's probably once again time to build watch lists and cast a wide net because you're going to have turnarounds. You're going to have different sectors. You're going to have a few short consolidations from leaders, you know. And so a lot of things, to, a lot of um, possible setups out there uh, to be looking at, you know, beyond beyond a handful of AI names. Very well said, Ed. All right. Well, thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. That is it from us for this week. And we will see you on Monday morning, starting with IBD Live, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. We'll see you there. And then we'll see you Monday after the close right back here. Have a great weekend. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.